Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva. And this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we'll be talking about how hard you should be going on your realtors. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays land flipping blueprint. Guys, if you're thinking about getting this niche, you got to check this out. We've taken all the knowledge we've gained through the years of consulting and the hundreds of clients, and we put it into this course. It's in an easy-to-follow video format. It's got all the contracts, the scripts, and the forms that we use in our daily business. And everyone that joins gets a free one-on-one training with either myself or Justin. So if you're interested in learning more, all you got to do is go to our website at casualfridaysrei.com. Click on the training tab, set up a strategy call, and we'll go over everything you need to know to get started. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Friday's the first like big day of the week to get ramped up for a weekend shopping and our weekend warriors, huh? It always seems to be. Yeah, today you're talking about realtors and how hard to push them. This is like when they should be really gearing up for the onslaught of deals that they're going to get signed this weekend. Yeah, no, I like that. It definitely should be. I feel, you know, weekend is such a busy time for real estate. You know, that's why I, I kind of, I like to have things done and listed and ready to go. That way when people are getting out this weekend or they're bored or they're looking around, it's like, it's there and it's in front of their face. Yeah. And it's a weird, it's a weird mix with our business because so much of it's online. So you're getting hammered all week, but you want them revved up and ready to go. Like you want them, Hey, Thursday, Friday, saw your ad. I want to be out there on Saturday to look at it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of the benefits of real estate is that right? Most people deal with it on their weekend. They've got the time to go. We have mm-hmm. weekends. We don't have to shut down or whatever, but it's also one of the negatives for people like realtors. They got to work weekends and some mm-hmm. of them want to have lives. So work doesn't get done. And then as the weekend comes or the client <laughs> or as us, as you know, as we, we expect things to be done and ready so that our realtors are up and going and it doesn't always seem to be the case. No, no, it doesn't. I've ran into that a couple of different times as you start to utilize brokers and real estate agents throughout the nation, you start moving different States. You know, it's easier to scale your business using them and leveraging their stuff. But sometimes you, you kind of get some that aren't moving at quite the pace you would like. And I think we ran into that with a couple of them right now. Yeah. Yeah. If you listen to the show, I don't know, for a year or so, you've known that I was pretty adamant against realtors, right? But then as your business progresses and it just makes more sense and you can learn how to find good ones and they just become pretty much necessary. Right. Yeah. And then now we've got some, some have been great. Some need to be pushed and we're trying to debate. Do I, how hard do I push? Do I lose my shit? Shit. Yeah. I, you, I, was debating, well, I was debating on whether why to go you, there. Why would you cuss? You made it explicit for that reason. I made it explicit for you. Oh, <laughs> not for you to cuss because you're a good little boy. I, 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 try, I try and behave and I'm a good, I'm a good boy, dad. Yeah, and, uh, I don't cuss much. And, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm trying to hold myself back or sometimes, sometimes people just need a kick in the butt. And so yeah, I agree with that. I think that the way project one worked, the way we set everything up and you made a comment this week to me about it. And you know, it was a, it was balls to the wall for me as on the acquisition side, you know, Hey, do you signed up for it? You hammered down and I, and I took it all and, and said, Hey, you know, there was a couple of points where I was at close to a breaking point. And now it's my kind of turn to relax a little bit and hand that next roll over to you for project one. And you go, I, uh, I don't want you to get mad at me because I didn't push hard enough. So I'm, I'm like trying to be ahead of it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And it's a, the weird thing about a partnership is that we all have these built in, like, okay, we set these goals for ourselves. This is what we committed to. We're not going to let our partner down. We're going to drive, drive, drive. 
and then we got somebody else we have to rely on. We're like, what in the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, obviously I've worked with you long enough to know your personality, to, you know, it's a partnership, a relationship yep. basically, right? And I know that you worked really hard on the acquisition side, and now it's my turn to do what I'm going to do. And so I feel like I have a lot of pressure built up to make sure the realtors perform. Mm-hmm. And I, not that I don't think that they are, but... Well, we're, I kind of feel like they're not, and so I'm debating on whether we're at that time period. It's we're at like, that okay, time frame, yeah. It's, hey, I was going to have this to you last Thursday. It's it's a week later. It's not here, and it's oh, we're kind of waiting still, you know. And that's and that's not a good feeling to have. Nobody wants to be left in limbo, and that's where any of us as a as a business owner or you know somebody that provides a service for somebody is that clear communication, and then hitting those expected targets like, hey, I'm going to do this. If it's not done at this date, then you know follow up. You know, this is just some basic basic things and. You know, one realtor working on there, but I have another one in another state that he's kind of went dark. I've got two right now. I've got one in South Carolina and one in Tennessee. He went dark, and he, I think he's been sick. And when I check on him, he goes, yeah, dude, I've got a bunch of leads that come in on your properties. I just got to follow up with them. I don't even think he knows that we sold one of the properties. <laughs> we sold it around him. I'm going to pay him, mm-hmm. but he I, I don't know that he knows it's at closing. Like, I got the HUD statement yesterday. And then I have another one in South Carolina I'd call a check on her. She goes, well, you know, we had a tornado in the area and this pandemic is just real bad. And like, I'm, I know how much money I drove into the Facebook ads for her and I know how many calls she should have gotten. And she can't tell me if she got them or not. She mm-hmm. can't tell me how the emails came in. Yeah. You just brought up a good point. You said you sold it around them. Yeah. You're still going to pay them, but you sold them around them. And so that's kind of where I've been at, right? This, the realtors that we're dealing with, I wasn't getting the work that I expected that I, or that I needed. So I just did it myself, mm-hmm. right? And well, I shouldn't have to do that because I still got to pay them. Yeah. But the fact is when you've got property and you want to sell it, you can't just sit back and go, well, they didn't get it done today. I'll call them tomorrow. And then the day comes, right? Before you know it, you're a week or two behind. And now you're mad. They're probably, I don't even know what they are, but it really comes down to you. If it doesn't sell, if things don't get done, it's your property and you know, it's, it's your responsibility. Yeah, and that's a that's a good point. You reminded me of a conversation I had with a realtor in in Texas, and he uh, he called, and you were here. I was at your house and called, and he got mad at me because I had listed it in my land's account because I was split testing it. You've had this property for five and a half months. You hadn't told me about a lead in a couple of weeks. I knew something was wrong, so I split tested the deal, and I'm getting a lead to two leads a day. And then he calls because I sell it, and he's like, "Well, this he, the guy showed it and went out and met with him and." He's telling him some stuff about the ad, and he calls me. And I said, well, I depend on selling property to live. You're not telling me whether you're getting an ad or not or any re- any responses. He goes, well, I just got quit. I got tired of sending them to you because they just weren't turning out. And when he, I said, well, start sending them to me again so I know that you're actually doing something. And then secondly, I want to see your responses are because I don't feel that you're selling it the right way. And, what it, and sure as hell, he wasn't. So he, sent, he goes, well, you just send me what you want me to say. So I took his paragraph. I adjusted like three sentences in it goes on a contract the next person we talk to. And that's just and it's and it's like, come on, man, you've been doing this forty years. Don't talk in all caps. <laughs> Don't say, well, every property's got problems and this one's no different. Say, hey, this property is great for this, this, and this. It's got one quirk. Here's the quirk. It's a, it's all in how you frame it up. So, you know, how the I guess the question is how far do you push? I'd love to hear some opinions of that and what that looks like for some of our listeners because I'm of the mindset if they're not doing what you need to do you have to push them into that or have the conversation because the longer you sit there, the longer that ad just stays still is the potential leads that are being missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My dad actually made a comment the other day and said, nobody's going to be as vested in anything you do as you. you. Yeah. Right. And God, it's just, it's just so right. You know, no one 
obviously realtors, they get, they put food on their table by selling your property. Or, but yeah. Or buying a property for somebody. Yeah. But off that listing, the different listings. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not making their entire career or entire, you know, off your one sell. They're probably, they've got your listing. Boom. It's on the market. Move on to the next one. So mm-hmm. that I've got a lot of, I got a pipeline. I, full. Yeah. Pipeline full. Right. Whereas, you know, luckily we're not, but there's a lot of investors who may just have one property on the market and that yep. all their money's tied up in it. And so you're sitting there twiddling your thumbs going, man, I sure would like to get that capital back so I can put more into it. Or, and so that I can also, I don't know, fix the plumbing around here. Right. I need, yeah. I need some kind of extra income. So I think I'm on the mindset too. Like you gotta be a little bit lenient. People are people, but if a day or two goes by, you're not getting what you're done. It's time to have the conversation. I would rather have been a dick at first and then lighten up than be, you know, Hey man, I know it's been six months and we haven't really done anything with this property. I'd really like to get the money back out of it though. Cause I, I tell all of them up front, get me an offer. I don't care what it looks like. I'm in it to this amount, make some money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that was probably one of the first conversations I had with her, with the realtor. It's just, you know, we don't, we don't make money with these things sitting here a long time. Yep. And I feel like there's a bit of uh there's a lot of things that happen when you first list a property, right? It, it either gains traction immediately or it doesn't. And mm-hmm. if it gains traction, but no one's calling, well, then you need to adjust something. That is yeah. telling you, oh, your price too high. Your pictures suck or something's just not right. Yeah. Right. And so you make those, you can make those adjustments right off the top. Well, you know, some of our listings been for sale for a week and they've got over a thousand views. And I don't <laughs> even know if anyone's. Yeah. I, and that's, that was cool to me is that listing it. We, uh, when we took it and put it to the group, the group pushed it out The project one people put it out. If you don't know what we're talking about first project, one property hit the market at this point, a week and a half ago, uh, when we picked it up, she had had it on the market for about five or six days and it had only picked up like 200 views, which was still a lot comparatively to what the other stuff on the market there had had the other stuff on the market had about 40 to 50 views. Mm-hmm. So comparable properties, we ran it through the group, pushed it out. And then within 48 hours had over a thousand views on it. And what, 40, 40 saves, 50 mm-hmm. saves on Zillow. Mm-hmm. And that's just the Zillow portion of it. Now, that begs to me to say, okay, we've got that many people. Are we priced too high? Are the wrong people looking at it? What's going on? Or are we getting a ton of leads and they're just not being responded to? Yeah, that's the other aspect is, are they being responded to? Because I just have a hard time believing, let's just say, let's say out of that thousand, only 25% are real buyers. That's 250. Mm-hmm. That's got it, let's say 5%. 3% make yeah. a phone call, right? That's still a substantial number. Someone should go, well, at least one person's going to look at that property. We yeah. should know about it. Yeah, I know exactly right. And I know we had one guy that was like, oh, I'm going to do some more due diligence on it. He called one of our, one of the guys in project one and he sent the, Hey man, one of my contractors lives in Texas. He wants to go look at it. So that tells me that we have pushed it through our part. So what does that funnel look like and how hard do you push? And when does, when is it time to take the, the niceties out and you, you set the expectations? Agreed. So what do you guys think? Drop us a comment, comment? Yeah. message, direct message, a note, a note. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know what you do. Are you a uh, big old mean bulldog or are you waiting six months and then apologizing to them? <laughs> um, anyway, also while you're doing that, go to uh, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Give us a like, a follow and a subscribe, and then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you Monday. See you guys.